In the early hours of Sunday morning this week, the IDF began its largest military operation in the West Bank for 20 years. The target of the operation was the West Bank city of Jenin. More specifically, the Israeli forces were looking to enter the Jenin refugee camp within the city. This densely populated, impoverished camp with its higgledy-piggledy buildings and narrow streets has become a hotbed of terror and an icon of the Palestinian resistance for decades. In fact, it has been dubbed by some as the terror capital of the West Bank. Netanyahu, in justifying the reason for this operation, said, quote, In recent months, Janine has become a haven for terrorism, and we are putting an end to it, end quote. Netanyahu said, noting that Israeli forces killed several gunmen, arrested others, and found and destroyed a host of weapon and bomb-making facilities, some of them on an industrial scale. Netanyahu pointed out that the forces are operating in a densely populated area, and they are doing it with minimal harm to civilians, he said. The Premier claimed that the operation would change the equation against terrorism and compared it to the recent operation against Islamic Jihad in Gaza and the 2021 Guardian of the Walls operation against Gaza-based fighters. The operation in Jenin this week seized bombs, guns and hundreds of shekels in terror funds. But why did the IDF choose Jenin for its operation? Well, before you ask, Operation Beit Vagan is not an attack against vegans, but instead the phrase means house and garden. This is likely a reference to 2 Kings 9 verse 27, where the phrase Beit Hagan is used to describe somewhere located in the same area as Janine. In fact, in Joshua 19 and verse 7, the same place is referred to as Ein Ganim, meaning fountain of the gardens. It is likely that the word Janin, in fact, came originally from the Hebrew word for gardens, Ganim. This is just one example of the biblical heritage that shines through even Palestinian naming conventions in the West Bank. It is biblically impossible to deny the Jewish cultural and historical connections to the mountains of Israel. In fact, the heritage of Janin goes even further back than this. The place is mentioned in the Armana letters, which date from the 14th century BCE, when Pharaoh was ranting about pesky Canaanites he wanted to squash in the land of Israel. As stated above, the IDF entered the refugee camp in Janin, and the history of the refugee camps helps explain why. The refugee camps in the West Bank date back to 1948, when Arab populations were displaced from their homes in the war. Today, however, they are used as political pawns by the Palestinian Authority. An organization called CAMRA, which stands for the Committee for Accuracy in the Middle East Reporting and Analysis, says the following about the camps. Quote, Palestinians still live in refugee camps, even when the camps are in Palestinian Authority-controlled areas, because the PLO opposes and prevents refugee resettlement. Note this article was written in 2005. As the PLL slogan goes, a Palestinian refugee never moves out of his camp except to return home, i.e. to Israel. When the PLO has done its best, while the PLO has done its best to keep Palestinians in refugee camps, 
Israel, on the other hand, has done its best to move Palestinians out of the camps and into new homes. Israel even started a heavily subsidized Build Your Own Home program for Palestinian refugees. These squalid refugee camps breed young people who grow up with a sense of hopelessness and are indoctrinated with a violent hatred of Israel. In this way, the cycle of violence and terror is perpetuated throughout generations. In short, they are preyed upon and taken advantage upon by their leaders and become the prime candidates to commit terrible acts of terror against innocent Jewish civilians. The last year has been more deadly for Israelis than any since 2005 when Israel withdrew from Gaza and this has created an urgent need for the Israeli authorities to take action in the war against terror. Jenin, a place where terrorists hid, stockpiled weapons and built explosives, is the logical place for such action. The actions taken by Israel this week have been badly received by media outlets across the world. Once again, the anti-Israel bias of the media is scarily plain to see. Look no further than the BBC for examples of this. For example, the BBC interviewed Naftali Bennett, but rather than asking any questions, they laid a series of statements about Israel's willingness to kill children in the conflict, assuming Israel's position as the unjustified and cruel aggressor. Other BBC headlines include the following, quote, Israel's Janine operation reignites Palestinian anger, end quote. This is a misleading view of the situation since Israel is acting to protect its citizens following a huge wave of terror and Palestinian anger in the past. Another headline reads, quote, Families return to rubble in the Janine refugee camp. While there is truth to this on the surface, the article fails to note that the rubble was only caused because the refugee camp was booby-trapped to the hilt and the only way to safely enter was via bulldozers, a common practice in armies across the world. Similarly, it was likely even more protected than usual, since the Israelis notified the PA and civilians before entering the camp, giving terrorists further opportunities to shore up their defences. The UN Secretary General claimed that Israel was, quote, obviously using excessive force in its counter-terrorism operation. He said that this was the worst violence in the area for years. These types of comments are only to be expected from one of the most anti-Israel organizations in the West. The JNS reported that the mayor of Janine had a, quote, cordial phone call with a German diplomat. The article goes on to say that both parties have made their disdain for Israel known. Anti-Semitism is a deeply ingrained part of European culture. It did not begin with the Holocaust and it did not end there either. The EU have been working hard behind the scenes for decades to frustrate the Jewish settlers in their homeland or the West Bank. Finally, a cartoon was published this week in the UK left-wing newspaper, The Independent, and it shows a Palestinian man collapsed on the ground after having seemingly written Ukraine with his bloodied finger over a sign that once read Janine as Israeli fighter jets fly over the ruins around him. 
This appears to draw a false equivalence between the Palestinian terrorists in Janine and the Ukrainians. And in this way, Israel's operation is likened to the aggression of Russia. Once again, this demonstrates the curious alliance between the left wing and the Islamists in the Middle East. While pushing gay rights and an LGBTQ agenda at home in the West, they, these activists are also equally keenly making deals with Iran and supporting the Palestinians in their fight against the only democracy in the Middle East. This strange double standard can be seen as a precursor to the way that the spirit of humanism will bring about the nations to attack Israel. We read in Ezekiel 38 verses 11 and 12 that the northern invader will come upon the land of Israel with the element of surprise. The mountains of Israel will be dotted with unwalled villages and the nation will be at rest and dwelling safely, the chapter says. The events of this week demonstrate yet again that we are a far cry from this picture at the moment. However, taking more decisive action in the West Bank, a symptom of the right-wing government in Israel, could help to bring about a situation of peace. And more than just this, the fact that Ezekiel pictures no walls and Israel multiplying on the mountains implies that there will likely be no two-state solution during the time of the end. Perhaps operations like this will be the beginning of a full crackdown on terror that will create a safer West Bank in the long term. We will have to wait and see. And finally, the true colours of the nations and pe of, the, of nations and people are often shown in times of conflict. Once again, the international outcry of the world against God's people shows a growing spirit of anti-Semitism that we would expect to see at the time of the end. Media outlets, world leaders and vast global organisations have once again swallowed the Palestinian narrative and continue to peddle it, leaving little or no comments about the right of Israel to defend itself. While we don't make any political defence for the actions of the State of Israel, the clear bias and narrative shown by the media is part of the humanistic frog-like spirits that we read about in the book of Revelation. It does not take much imagination to see the picture described by the prophets of all nations gathered against Jerusalem for battle. Revelation 17 describes a European beast system called Babylon the Great making war with Christ at his return. One of the elements of a Babylonish power is the persecution of God's people. It should come as no surprise to see the EU constantly taking anti-Israel positions and actively aiding the Palestinian cause in the West Bank. This can only intensify as time goes on and the return of Christ grows nearer. The battle for the mind is raging. The world seeks to squeeze us into its humanistic mould of thinking. And this attack comes from all sides. It may come from a radical LGBTQ agenda pushed in the workplace, or perhaps from the mainstream media relentlessly reporting false narratives against God's people. Brother John Carter, in his book on Ephesians, wrote that, quote, the mind is insensible to the stream of thought running through it, end quote. The things that we choose to watch and listen to make a difference in our thinking and in our view of the world.
We read in the book of Isaiah that as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways and his thoughts higher than our ways and our thoughts. We must seek to see the world from God's perspective, both in a moral sense, but also when it comes to the signs of the times. This has been Daniel Blackburn joining you for this week's edition of Bible in the News.